Good work. Um, for a short probably Mary, we're Chazorah today and tomorrow, Beth Hashem. Today will be Daph test. tomorrow will be Daph Taf. Um, particularly on Daph Yotes, um, you know, I think Yotes on Daph must have taken us the better part of a week and a half. Um, there's a lot of halacha, and inevitably I am going to miss out some tonight if it's possible to cover everything. We'll see what time it out for, and um, we'll try and cover as much as possible. Um, so starting from um, your test, we're starting from your Kresselman base, the last, uh, last two dots there. It's uh, probably about eight lines up or so from the bottom. Tommy Rabon. It's been talked in a bright, the Shamayomim, the Shamay say, Leyim Kardam Chepto Lenofri, a person shouldn't sell his object to a goy, but Leyashi Lenu, he shouldn't lend it to him, but Leyil Lenu, he shouldn't lend it to him, two types of lending. Rashi says Sheila refers to something which you lend and then you're going to get back. Whereas Halvor, uh, sorry, um, Halvor refers to something like money, which you give it to him and you don't expect the same thing back, um, like he's in money. So then you send him matana, you shouldn't give him anything as a matana. Ela Kadeshi Yagi Alabita, unless he'll be able to get out of your house and reach his own house uh, before Shabbos comes in. He's got to only be able to reach the wall, uh, the house, the first house into the wall of the city where he lives. Where the guy is, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, "Kedushi Yitzim and Pesach Beitah." No, all he's got to do is be able to get out of his house, out of the house of the Jew before Shabbat, and that's it. To so kick him out before Shabbat, and you're fine. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yehuda says, "Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yehuda, he named the Rabbi Akiva, he named the Rabbi Yitzchak." Don't think that Rabbi Akiva and Beitah are arguing. No, Rabbi Akiva and Beitah are one and the same. No more Rabbi Akiva than the Pharisee Rabbi Yitzchak. What Rabbi Akiva is coming to do is not to disagree. He comes to disagree with the Tanakama, who quoted Beitah wrongly. The Tanakhama said the Beitilo holds that he's got to be able to reach the first house within the city, or where he's going. And um, Rabbi Akiva says, no, that's not what Beitilo says. In fact, Beitilo holds as long as he gets out of your house before Shabbos, that is the, that's the uh, criteria, and that's exactly how we pass him. We pass him exactly like that. That, if you uh, give an object to a guy, he's got to be able to get out of your house before Shabbos. It doesn't matter whether you're selling it to him, whether you're hiring it to him, renting out to him, in other words, whether you're lending him, he's got to be able to get out of your house before Shabbos. Now, what are we talking about here? So, Tosa says, we are not talking about something which um, he actually does malachal with. There's malachal going to be done, because in which case, then, you've got a problem with Shavit anyway. That's Tosa's Shishitah, because Tosa's Shishitah is, that if a goy does, does work with your caliph, that's still a problem with Shavit Afkadim according to Beishamah. Okay, Beishamah then holds Shavit Afkadim. So in which case, according to Beishamah, who cares where he gets to before Shabbat, it's not going to help you. Rather, there is, there are those, the Rambam disagrees with that. The Rambam says there's no Shkitas Kedem, it's the Goy's going to Malachal for himself. But anyway, that, that's the shit of Tosus. Rather, Tosus says, the problem here is, I, can, I lent him a shirt. But if he goes out on Shabbat with my shirt, people, it looks like I've asked him to take my shirt somewhere. It looks like he's acting as a Shiach of mine, and therefore that's why there is a problem. And that's, as I said, that's exactly how we pass him, we pass him like that. But if you give something to a Goy, we obviously don't pass him to the Shvi Tzadkadim, we pass, pass the Shvi Tzadkadim, it's not a problem, because we pass him that Beitilo, except there is a Khumra of the Bach, I think we mentioned at some point, based on our understanding of the Rekeah, of this one Machmeh for Shvi Tzadkadim, if the Kli does a Malachah. If it doesn't do a Malachah, there's, there's it's not an active Malachah, then there's definitely no, no, no uh, issue of Shvi Tzadkadim. But let, for, for our purposes in the Shir, by the way, we're going to assume there's no issue of Shvi Tzadkadim, because that is a strict Halachah. Anyone who wants to be Mahmeh, you can be Mahmeh for yourself. That is the Shet of the Bach, Tobod of Bracha. Uh, we mentioned the idea that Shemizam next to something no one does these days. But he talks about your, your, uh, your Shabbos clock to be Mahmeh, 
Because otherwise, on Shabbos, Tosky is doing Melachos, you're on Shabbos. You've got a problem with Shri Tafkir. He says, you must go before Shabbos. But the Maitin, no one seems to do that. Okay? So, for, this, for the purpose of this show, we're assuming there's no issue of Shri Tafkir. So therefore, if you give something to a goy, whether it's, you lend it to him, you hire it, if he gets out of your house before Shabbos, you're fine. If he doesn't get out of your house before Shabbos, you have a problem. Okay? Now, if there's an Eruv, by the way, then, if there's an Eruv, there's no problem, because he can carry it. So what's it going to look like? I've asked him to take something out. So what? There's an Eruv. If, however, you are hiring it out to him, or you've sold it to him, then there is a problem. Because then, we're worried people will say, you sold it to him on Shabbos, or you hired it out to him on Shabbos. So then there is a problem. But if you're just lending it to him, we're not khushish that people are going to think that you hired it or you lent it to him, uh, that you sold it to him on, on Shabbos. Because we say, well, check it out, and you'll find there was no money involved. Okay, so that's the bottom line. We gave a couple of, of halakhalamites, uh, for example, if let's say uh, FedEx turn up on Shabbos to collect something from you. Okay, something to, uh, you know, to, to deliver. So you have to tell them you can't do it. Because obviously they're going to come in and they're going to take it out. I, it's not yours anyway. It doesn't matter. What do they look like? Now, what happens if the guy coming is a big, burly, strapping guy who looks like he's had a very bad day and uh, by, by the tone of his, of his voice and the language he's using, he's not going to take no for an answer. So then the halakha is, although they, they talk about it, if you're miyaki, mock him before Shabbos, you said it's a side of page, you hire at Lamaita, they're a mock big side of, but the Akronim are not mocking up. Well, they're, they're not so happy with this idea. They say you don't need to. In this case, in a case where you're not allowed to let the guy in, you're not allowed to let him in. Finished. And when you, if he's a, there's what's called a, they call it a, 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 a very strong, powerful man, you're scared of him, then, then Chazam will never go in such a case, in which case you can let him go in. But once, the truth is, once you made the machor, I mean, if he forces his way in, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you don't have to risk your life for it. So that's the, that, that's um, the, the, the main issue there. Fine. Next case. Toner Abon. It's been taught in a brighter. Three lines up at the bottom of your Testament B. Beishana Yonin. A person cannot sell his chomik to a goy and unless you know that the goy is going to finish before Pesach. Because not enough that it belongs to a goy, it's got to be finished before Pesach, in which case you may as well do it yourself. That's the opinion of Beishamai. We'll be similar to what we're obviously familiar with. As long as you are allowed to eat it, you can sell it. And that's why Mechiyah's chomik is generally done the morning of Ere Pesach. Rabbi Yehuda says, Kutachababli, um, it's a Babylonian type of, uh, it's, like, it's like a dick which has moldy bread in it, amongst other things. It's obviously chomik, but it takes a long time to finish because it's a dick. You don't drink it. So the chomini kutach and any other type of dip like that, which is chomik, also limkai lama diem kedem apetos. It's probably your test on the lava now. It's forbidden to sell it to the, to the non-Jew within 30 days of Pesach. Why 30 days? Because 30 days is the time when you're supposed to get involved in the of Pesach. At your Purim Surah, that's the time. You're sitting in your Purim Surah, that's already 30 days before Pesach, that's the time to start introduce our losses. Um, so, therefore, that's the, the arbitrary point. We say, at that point, you've got to think twice before selling it. Now, 30 days, is, this, is that because of Bishaman? So, why if he doesn't finish it before Pesach? Rashi learns, not here, Rashi Mstokim learns that Rabbi Hood is getting the shit of Bishaman. There's a totus in Mstokim with discreet and so it's actually Bishaman. Okay, but uh, it's just a very similar sort of machlech except how it comes in, but it's not super Shabbos, therefore we'll move on. Next case, Tana Rabbon has been taught in a brighter. Noisnin mezonez lepnei akere bechotter. One's allowed to put, place food in front of a dog 
in the courtyard. Um, not so, the office, the dog then takes it and goes out, ain't this cocking, it's not your problem. Right? No problem with it. I didn't put it, I didn't give it to him to take out, no problem. similar to that. Similarly, no one can place food in front of a in front of a gentile, the chotzer in the chotzer, and not the chotzer. If he takes it and goes out, in the skokin, it's not your problem. So the Gemara says, well, hotulomani. Why do you need to, if you already call me a dog? Then what's the difference between when I say the difference between a dog and a goy? I don't mean it in that sense. What I mean to say is, in terms of hilsa shabbos, what's the difference? If it's, if it's all right to see that you don't have to worry about the fact that the dog's going to take it out, so you don't have to worry about the fact that the guy's going to take it out, something to do with you. So what's the chiddush then? Hainahach is the same thing. So the Gemara says, no, Mahavitatima, you may have said, hi Romiyale, but hi Romiyale. The dog, you are responsible, if it's, uh, if, uh, if it's a domesticated animal, you're responsible to look after, to provide its food. Whereas the, the non-Jew is not, it's not your problem. He's perfectly capable of looking after himself, and maybe we don't have to um, allow. We wouldn't allow you to even put it down in front of him. Because on, that we do. Even though it says we do have a Gemara base which says that you're not allowed to expend extra um, when when cooking. You've got to be careful in terms of in terms of um, cooking extra for or even tirchah for, for for a goy. Over here, because there is going to be what's called avos. We've got to make sure that keep, keep on keep on good terms. Therefore, this, which is not an isodoraita, no isodoraita involved. So therefore, um, we say it's a little bit considered that you're responsible for the goy's food because of this able. This keep on good terms. But when it comes to doing an isodoraita on yom of doing, I mean, obviously it's not an isodoraita. You're allowed to cook, but if where you're not allowed to cook will be an isodoraita. That we don't allow you to do. It's not considered as of our with regard to that nakuda. But this is the Epsom Din is as we said it here, talking about if you if you got if you've got some, somebody who's uh, if you if you've got a, a non Jew who's come on Shabbos to, to your house, right? And you, you give their, you give them food. It's not your problem if they then go out, you feed them you feed them, they want to say, you know what, this food was so tasty, I'm taking a bit of it home with Not your problem. No problem whatsoever. If you give them a ridiculous amount of food which is clearly indicative of saying, please take some home with you, then that is a problem. Because then it's, once again, it's messy. It looks like you're telling them to do a malacha for you. Um, by the same token, they talk about what happens if you actually put it into their hand. You put it into his hand. So, on the one hand, so there are those who say it's a problem. There are those who say it's a problem, but the rather says, no, it's not, because you still haven't done Akira, because you're still in Yorushut. If he's outside Yorushut, that may be different. But as long as you didn't actually ask him, you didn't do anything to indicate, please take it out, then the Mishaburah feels that you can rely on the Rabbi, he says that's what he feels is the halacha. You can even put it into his hand. Koshkin, you can actually then take it from your hand. That's definitely all right according to everyone. Again, as long as you're not asking, you're not asking him to take it out. But uh, so even to put it into his hand is not a problem as long as you are not actually asking him to take it, to take it, uh, to, to take it out. Next case. Do you talk about when it was indicative of him going out? Um, like as in giving him a lot of food, for example. So, in in a case where you, you know he's going to take it out, even if you don't mind if he stays. We see, well, that, that's, that's exactly why we talk about food. Because food is something which we assume he's going to eat as there. Yeah. yeah, it's something which is naturally that a person would eat there. You don't normally, if you absolutely know, I suppose it would be a problem. If, you, if he's asked you for food uh, to go and take with him, then yeah, presumably that would be a problem. Not just 
then we have to be like, why do we mention the non Jews mention the dog case? Because, you know, it's But then we said, because the Kiddush is the non Jew, you may not even be responsible for giving him food. But then why didn't we just teach a non Jew and leave out the dog? Question. So it, it could be, it could be it's a loads of, uh, loads of after. It's like okay. one building on the other. E- either that, um, no, I'd I, I stick with that after. I think the simplest one. It's uh, what, what you call loads of after sort of thing. Yeah? It's like it, it builds up in a hit. And that's probably the simplest way to learn. There, there is this post to Shonim as well, we mentioned very briefly, that um, was brought La Lopa as well, is if there is a game because of Avon, or because of, um, let's say a doctor, let's say you're a doctor and um, maybe it could be a Jew or non-Jew, who you're asked to send something to them, then you can. Again, ideally, if the person comes to you and says, quick, quick, we need you to send such and so you've got a medicine, whatever it is, let them take it, you don't have to even pick it up for them, let them take it. It's because, basically, you've got, you've got, you're taking it, nowadays you can assume that, that all roads are, that's what it's based, based on, at least for this you can assume they're not a Rosh writer. And it is really, there are problems anyway, you're, you're not going to be doing a formal offer either way, even if you were to give it to him. And it's the Torah, the Torah of Mitzvah, the Torah of Day, whatever it is, therefore it's Musa. For a more ex- expansive discussion of Hilkos Shabbos with regard to Mishnah of Abraham and things like that, that's really the Sukhya in Abed Azor, where it talks about a doctor who obviously has to work on Shabbos, even though a lot of your, your, your patients, Majority that's in this country are not going to be Jewish. But the reason why it's Muslim is because it's still that far up, and ultimately you're, you're saving, in the long run, you're saving Jewish lives through that. That's the, but it's, it's a sugya that it's not, not, not really in the gas house right now. So, yep. Next case. Tonerabon. It's been taught in a brighter. Okay, now this is, this is a big one. You're not allowed to hire out your kalim to, uh, to a non Jew on Arab Shabbos. But if you do it on Wednesday or Thursday, it's Mosa. Stop there. That's, that's, that's a lie. And we have to know why is that. Okay, now we spent about three, four days on this, on this uh, little line here. And I'm just going to summarize what, what, we, what, we, what we came out with. What is the problem? I mean, what, wait, it sounds very shameful. What, what's the issue? The problem is that is, what, what's the problem of hiring it then? So the first thing which would come to mind is, you know what it is? The problem is, she's up Canaan. Because he's using your Canaan. So, so, so that can't be. Because then, number one, it would be Beishama, it wouldn't be Beishelah. But aside from that, even without that, so why is it not on, on Wednesday or Thursday? If the non-Jew is going to be using your Kalim on Shabbos, who cares if you gave it to him on Sunday? He's still using your Kalim, according to Beishama. Okay? So, we'll come back to that possibility of Shavitah's Kalim at the end. But, so, 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 therefore, it can't be because of Shavitah's Kalim. Rather, what's the issue? The issue is something called Shabbos. Now, I'm just going to sort of branch out for a second to discuss Tzachar Shabbos, because we spent quite a while on it. I'm just going to summarize. The issue of Tzachar Shabbos is that you are not allowed to um, receive, possibly, I mean, even to pay money, the miser that Mr. Burroughs seems to take on is for the living either. The Nakamina being, if let's say you've got, uh, I don't know, you're making a kid or on Shabbos, and you've got a non-Jewish, um, um, what's it, a waiter, you can pay them, that's not a problem, because he's allowed to take the Tzachar Shabbos, he's not Jewish, so in which case you can pay him. There are those who say not like that, but that seems to be the high often definitely take some of that as well. Okay, the issue is more this neighbor. So we're talking about really the receiving, we're just going to talk about the receiving of Tzachar Shabbos. You're not allowed to receive money for something that they've done on Shabbos, the pushless is, even if you're not doing anything, you're not allowed to receive money on Shabbos. There was a time we may come to soon, okay? So let's say you do a babysitting job. 
You've got a babysitter, somebody's coming to babysit, you do babysitting, you do something for somebody on Shabbos, you can't take money for it. So what do you do? What's Eita? The Eita is called Havlor. Havlor means that what you do is, this is very important as we said, people get this all wrong, and the idea is before Shabbos comes in, before Shabbos comes in, you say to them, right, I need you to do such and such on Shabbos for me, okay? What I'm trying to say is really before they start the job. So you make it like a contract. And that is, it doesn't have to be written down. But the idea is you say, right, babysit for me on Shabbos, and let's play Shabbos, or Arab Shabbos, whatever it is. You join it on together with something else. Somebody's laying We're going to pay you, leaving out this, the fact that it's a mitzvah, which maybe is not a particularly brilliant heifer because the money is, there's no broth in it anyway. So, Valkyrie doesn't really want that. So, what you do, you say, fine, I'm paying you for the laying plus the preparation. It's all one big job. Well, the preparation, as long as you start that before Shabbos, that's up to you. You're being paid for the job. Right, that, that's the, the way, the way, that's my remember, right, if a person does, does not leave it for the last minute, and he starts swelling the time, so it'll be, it'll be, that's called Havlo. And the bottom line is with that, what, how does that work? Because then, he's what we call, he's not just a Tzchir Yom, he's not just uh, being hired for Shabbos, he's maybe a Tzchir Shabbat, he's got a week's job. And then he can put out, you can't put out. That's the main thing is, you cannot tell him, unless you really messed up the job, he's taking the base in then, but you cannot tell him halfway through the job, you know what, I don't really want you anymore. And then what comes out is that when he starts the job, it basically means when he starts the job, right, it started, theoretically you already owe him the, for the whole job. Obviously if he doesn't turn up half the job, according to Mr. Brewer, you can deduct for that. I often argue for that, but I think we went with Mr. Brewer mainly, is that you can then deduct for that, because... Destroy, doesn't destroy the spirit in that way. So that's the basic idea. The other thing is, you should really pay in one go. In other words, you shouldn't start saying, okay, right, I wanted you to, uh, you know, I need you to work for seven days. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Seven days work. Right, I'll be 50 pounds each day. Don't do that, I did. Okay, or it's especially not to pay. We spoke about banks, and we said that banks, I, personally, I think that the, 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 the simpler test is, number one, uh, applying it to banks, in on Shabbos, as the person speak about, you've got Havlot. Because they pay, they work it out from midnight to midnight, or midday to midday. So you've always got Havlot at some point. When it goes to two days, we'll just go straight to the biggest problem, which is, let's say, Shabbos and Monday Yomta, or something like that, then you've got a problem, you're going to have 24 hours there without Havlot. So, what we suggested is, a possibility is, that really there is Havlot, because you are you are, when you put your money in, they can't, generally you can te- check the terms, as I mentioned, I spoke to a couple of people working, or somebody who works in the bank here, and they said that generally there is always like a, um, uh, if they want you to take the money out, they have to give you a month or two, two notice. And also like you having to give a month or two notice if you want to take it out, that's nothing to do with it. So the point is, they can't end the contract. You can, that's irrelevant. I, they calculate it on a daily basis, as Mr. Freeman was discussing this last Shabbos as well, Number one, I think they do that just for their own convenience. They work it out. The mind when you go in there and say, what's the interest you're going to give me? They tell you on a yearly basis. They tell generally it'll be a yearly, six months, whatever it is. But it's, short, it's not daily. There's, most banks do not tell you we'll give you this percent on a daily basis. They tell you if you're lucky, 2% of the year, whatever it is. 1% of the year, 0.05%, whatever it is, for the year. Yeah. So whatever it is, but therefore... That, Personally, I, I think that that's, 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 that's a uh, very viable header. And even Al-Aqsad, you know what, even if they were to do it on a daily basis, there is the Elio Rabba, who I believe the Elio Rabba, as far as I'm unaware, that the Rabba holds that it doesn't matter. Because since the contract is not for one day, 
that's enough to call it, it, it doesn't matter how they actually then work it out and say it. They don't put it in, this is what we discussed, they don't put anything there, it's just all on the computer, if you ask them, they can then call it up, it does, it's all programmed, etc. And if you want to take the money out, fine, the money's there, there's nothing other than that, there's nothing more there. There are one or two other heads here, Taylor has spoken about, some are marketing, you know what they do, they say because they, they, they feel there's no viable heads, what they do is they give it to Advanced, they give it to Stockholm. But I want to just add, what, why, why do they give it to a stocker? The answer is because there's a ritual here who says, Chash uh, give it to a stocker. There's a custom statement in Shubit, which is from Khosh Mishpah, I think it's the end of Simon Kuf Memdalit, if I'm not mistaken. But he says there, Shabbat Chash Abbas says, Ah, Chash give it to a stocker, give it to a Dvar But I pointed out that there is, seems to be a little bit of a problem, because there is a steerer in the ritual. The ritual in Abedazora says, chuck it into the sea, you can't have any unorthodox. And I said that to me it seems there's a major difference between the two cases without going into the two cases that he's talking about. But the bottom line is, in Shabbat he's not talking about that you got it to Tzachar Shabbat. If you got it through Issa, so he says give it to the Bar Mitzvah. But where it's actually Tzachar Shabbat, he seems to say chuck it, chuck it into the sea. And I was very pleased to find that um, in a in a, a sefer called Contempor- uh, what was it called Commerce on Shabbat or something. He brings from Rav Shlomo Miller, he's a major, major playstick in, in uh, Canada, major part of the He has, he asks the same question, gives exactly the same answer. He asks the Sira, Sorokhian on, on the, on the, uh, on the Chassan's later. So, the better thing to do is, if you want to give it to, to Stockholm, what you should do is, before Shabbos, before it starts, say any interest I get, the, the few pennies I get over this Shabbos and one day off, whatever it is, I'm, it's not for me, this is for, for a, uh, for the Bar Mitzvah. What's the other if it's for the Bar Mitzvah? The answer is, if it's for the Bar Mitzvah, it was never given to you, it's not, it was never mine, it's for the Bar Mitzvah, that it's my colleagues for showing maybe for the Bar Mitzvah it's not. And the way we explained it is like this, because the way we suggested it from, from the Lotion of the Mordechai is, that for the Bar Mitzvah, there's this, what they call it, Rabchai, it's uh, Robert Trotter says, it's in the Arachai, my father's many years ago, said it as well, the same idea, that Tzachar Shabbos, even if we don't take on the Halakha, but it's definitely a Geshmach of Torah, the Tzachar Shabbos is not Issa to make money on Shabbos. The Issa of Tzachar Shabbos is that if you're doing something which is Musa, you're babysitting. Nothing wrong with babysitting, but if you're taking money for it, it's now no longer an act of babysitting, it's an act of business. And the act of business makes it awful. So if there is no action there, if you're not doing anything, there can't be any Tzachar Shabbos. There could be what's called Matthews, because Tzachar Shabbos Maritai, maybe. But over here, in the case of the Bar Mitzvah, you're not receiving the money for what you're doing. Because you're singing up there, let's say you're laying, you're laying. The reason why you're singing is for the mitzvah. If it's not for the mitzvah, if, it, if there wouldn't be a mitzvah, you could get any Tom, Dick and Harry to come and do it. You could get anyone who wants to sing up at front. There's a lot of people who do it free of charge. They'll probably, they'll, they'll probably pay you to let them sing up, sing, sing up front uh, their tunes. Okay? The reason why you're paying for a chazan is because you want something, you've got certain qualities. That, so it's, it's, you're paying for the mitzvah, not as the Mordechai calls it, the palace. Not the action of dummy, it's, the, it's for the mitzvah. Uncle Fonin, there are those, the, the only thing is that the Torah mitzvah is not the best tester to rely on in terms of the person himself who's receiving the money, because we say in a similar broth, you won't get any similar broth for a minute. So it's better, and that sort of thing is to rely on other things like Pablo, like pre- preparation, etc., etc. Oh, Right. So, so, I'll, 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 so, so I'll tell you. Number one, it, it could be ignorance. It could be ignorance. People simply don't realise it. 
the truth is, I think it could still be ignorance, okay? It's only if you haven't learned the thing, you wouldn't know. It's not a. You're right, a lot of people are not worried about ignorance and Rafa. There are, I'll tell you that. I think a lot of people sort of make uh, are very quick to be to be uh, very faithful. I, I know I once had a shaila. I was, I was le- learning in a koda on, on, on Shabbos, and um, the arrangement was there was a seder before Shabbos, and there was a seder on Shabbos. Okay, and the arrangement was fine. You get paid whatever amount it is for the for the whole thing. Let's say it's a hundred. It's not hundred pounds. Let's say hundred pounds for the Shabbos. But the mitzvah is paid if you turn up for one seder, you only get half the amount. Okay. I would make sure to go on Erev Shabbos. If you don't go on Erev Shabbos, you're being paid just for Shabbos. One week, I didn't manage to go on Erev Shabbos. So I said, I'm not taking for Shabbos. So I said, no, you know it's yours, you know it's yours sort of thing. Okay? Between you and me, and now I didn't know what to say, the person was a big, you know, a big hammer cross or whatever, so I took it. But I might have said, so at the point, I still wasn't very happy then, so I just deducted it from another week. Right? You know, sort of took off at, at, at another point. Because, as you said, Ignorance and Baruch, besides the Ifler in it, it's Ignorance and Baruch. Even if the might of what people do allow, and you could debate whether it is true or whether it's not, is, I've heard of a hassle when it comes to things like Kodim, I don't know if this helps you, because I don't know exactly what, you're, what exactly they're doing, is they say you're not really being paid for it, because why, why, should, why should I pay somebody to, to learn? It's, it's, he's getting paid in Shammai, well I have to pay him to sit and learn. The answer is, He's sitting, sitting and learning. So he needs a bit of money to be supported. Therefore, he's getting money to be supported. But it's not really for anything he's doing on Shabbos. It's, it's a general. You're supporting people who are sitting and learning. I, I'm talking about, you know, about the Shilbot and the Kirshofa or Zayn and something like that. So I'll tell you, oh, so, no, I, 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 I don't know what, what example you're talking about. So there, there, well, look, when it comes to, to, to uh, I, I always used to, so still do, with Zayn, right? If it's leaning or a skillshare as well, if they're doing it properly, they should be practicing. You should be practicing beforehand. You can't just get up unless you're really that good. You can't get up on the day. So therefore, ideally, what you should be doing is tell them beforehand. That's, that's what, when you pay me, I'm, ch- I'm being paid for the whole thing. But even if you don't say that, it could be self-understood. You, you can't do the job. I, and I tell you, what, there's a halakha when it comes to leaning. You're not allowed to lean without preparation. It's a halakha. People don't. I don't know if people realize that one either. It's a halakha. If you do a bad job, it's, it's I mean, it's, what it says there is not, not very complimentary. But are you saying, Enos and Barakha doesn't apply when it's Behavlaw? Enos and Barakha doesn't apply to Behavlaw. 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 Enos and Barakha doesn't apply to because once it's you're not being paid for Shabbos, or it's not clear for Shabbos, whatever way it works. Okay. So that's one thing I will point out, by the way, is it does not work to say, you did babysit me, I'm not paying you, I'm just giving you a present. I mean, you've got the accountants here, that, you know, when it comes to, I'm not paying you for the job you did, it's just a present. No tax there, right? You can't, it's the same sort of thing, it does not work, I think it's a Shari Shua or by I think it's a Shari Shua. It doesn't work to do that. If we all know you're paying them for what they did on Shabbos, it doesn't work. But if it's a genuine present, and I can't there's no issue with Chal Shabbos for receiving a present for Shabbos. Yeah? So you have to know what, what exactly is the... Uh... Just a quick question about what you said, the delaying and the law, so you know, you're for the preparation point, so... Is that... Is it kind of like a couple of as much as... As long as the person has time to prepare before Shabbos, then let's say they don't start preparing until Friday night, or... It <laughs> 
If I give it to you on Arab Shabbat, Sablo, fine, I get paid for the week. So let me ask you something. If I say to you, you know what, you can't use it on Shabbat, are you going to pay me for Shabbat? No. Which means, Lamaita, when you're doing the Malach on Shabbat, it's really to benefit me. It's benefit you as well, it's a goy, benefits him as well. When he mows his lawn, in that respect, it looks like he's my Shia. He's doing it because of me. Because I want him to mow his lawn on Shabbat, because if he can't mow his lawn on Shabbat, he's not going to pay me for Shabbat. Therefore, it looks like, twin with the fact, I gave him Arab Shabbat, he's now mowing his lawn, he's paid me for that right to be able to mow his lawn on Shabbat, that is Pablo, that sort of gets lost in the, the bigger picture, and it looks like, it looks like he's my Shia. If you do it Wednesday or Thursday, then already it people don't put, it doesn't look so bad. And therefore, Wednesday or Thursday is perfectly Muslim. That shit that you brought the Hadoth. That's one shit that brought the Hadoth. That's Rabbi Yonah. The other shit that brought the Hadoth is, that's the Yesh Omen. Rabbi Yonah is the Yesh Omen. The other shit that brought the Hadoth is the Ramam and the Rif, who do not mention this whole thing at all. And the question is, why? So, we have this Rav Chaim, it seems like, because they hold, you know what, it's because of Shemitah Kedem. Shemitah Kedem is Beishamai, we don't pass in that Beishamai. We have the Rav Chaim to answer it, which we don't have time for now, it's really stupid Chashabas, but either way it's Beishamai. So in which case it comes out, according to the Ramam and the Rif, as long as he gets out of my house before Shabbat, there's no issue whatsoever. You can give him your lawnmower, just get out of my house before Shabbat, and it's perfectly Muslim. Those are the two shifts brought. Okay? So the only issue really is going to be, number one, get him out of your house before Shabbat. That's number one. As long as he's out of your house before Shabbat, if it's something which has no actual philosophy, it's just a shirt, there's no problem whatsoever. If it's shit up it is, but we, it's not quite loud off shit up If it is something which he's going to do malacha with, according to the Ramam and the Rift, still no problem. Because he's out there before Shabbat. According to the Rabbi Yenna, it is a problem. But the Meister, the Bialoch mentioned from, from Rabbi Akiva, it's only something which actually does the Malochah to Oraita. A Lumba probably does Malochah to Oraita in it. So therefore, that would be a problem. If it's Malochah to Rabbon, even the Rabbi Niyona wouldn't, wouldn't uh, we wouldn't be Mahmeh for the, for the Rabbi Niyona there. Okay? So those, those are the two shittas. Uh, the the, Rama, the Mahabad brings the Raman and the Rib, and there, there's no problem even on Arab Shabbos, as long as he gets out of Yaz or Shabbos, then he brings the Yesh Omen. I think the the um, the, the, Ramah, the Ramah says the Ikka is Pakarat the Rabbi and you shouldn't you shouldn't do it on Arab Shabbos. So if, if there's a need, maybe there'll be a room to be made. Okay, as long as there is um, if there's a Malacha Deraita involved. Okay, continuing on that. Then we said Kayitib is similar to that. Imishalkin Igris Bialnochi Arab Shabbos. You can't send letters with a, with a goy on Arab Shabbos. The Dalit of the Hey Mutab. If you do it on Wednesday or Thursday, it's Mutab. Omru Allah Rabbi Yitzhakain, he said about Rabbi Yitzhakain, but Omru Allah Rabbi Yitzhakain, and Sanctuary was about Rabbi Yitzhakain, Shalom Sok Ksav Yod, the Adnokhi Meodah. His Ksav Yah was never, that means his writing, and some of it, was never found in the hands of a boy ever. Because he was worried maybe there's a little bit on Shabbos. Let's see Allah from the Bible. What, 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 what style of with letters? So, Tom Rabbon, it's been taught in a writer. Amos Shalkin, the Geras, the Adnokhi, the Erev Shabbos. You can't send a letter with a, with a boy on Erev Shabbos. Erev Kain, Kotrik, Slodomin. Unless, you fix the price before Shabbos. Now we said Kosek Stom, and we have to know what this means, it applies to lots of things. Kosek Stom means, you say to him, you're going to be paid. You've got to tell him, the like you should tell him he's going to be paid. Um, you don't have to fix the price. We can agree on the price afterwards. As long as he knows, he's going to get paid. Now you can't rely on the fact that it's self-understood. There's certain things which are 
everyone knows, everyone knows it's, it's like a minagolam sort of thing. But you can't rely on that. He just knows me. I'm the sort of person who's going to pay. That doesn't work. You're saying he knows me at a fixed price. He knows we'll, we'll, he'll get, he'll get, uh, 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 you have to tell him he's going to get paid. Right, but in a way that it won't give him any incentive to do it faster. Well, no, in other words, he understands we'll, we'll either we'll come to, uh, we'll give the normal going rate, or, uh, or it's, uh, obviously if you're telling me to do it on Shabbat, it's always going to be a problem. Right, but I thought if, 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 if he assumes that maybe if I do it faster, you're telling me it's going to get paid, but he thinks, oh, if I take it on Shabbat, you know, then I'll get even more. You don't, don't you have to no, no, I mean, I'm saying it's just a normal case of case of If he does that, no, he won't. I mean, I'm telling him he's not. Yeah? If you give him that impression, maybe that'll be a problem. But, um, so it doesn't actually have to be that I've even fixed the plan. Don't have to actually pay him. Um, they talk about. We, we, I, I'm not going to cover everything, but we talked about what happens if you've got somebody who decides he'll do it for you for nothing. He'll do the job for you for nothing. So there are those who say that's perfectly fine. That's all. There's also called case. There's also called case on him. Why? Because he's also doing it. The also case on, by the way, is because then he's doing it for himself. He's not doing it for me anymore. He's doing it for himself. He wants the money. I didn't tell him to do on Shabbos, he could have done it on Sunday. Okay? So, if he, do, he does it for nothing, you have to ask him, why is he doing it for nothing? He probably wants something in return. Just all these, there are those who disagree with it. If he, by the way, in, if he initiates and says, oh, I'll do it for you for nothing, then it's definitely Muslim. That's called Kosei's God. But if you ask him, would you do it for me for nothing, then, um, then, don't rely on that. But it's, even if you will do it for nothing, give him something, even if it's just, Nominal, but give him something um, that he's actually being paid for. Fine, so that's, so that's the board of case So we said you can't send a, go- a letter with, with a goy on Erev Shabbos unless you have the case it's which obviously nowadays, by the way, of course we have. You've got a stamp on it, so you've even paid for it. It's more than case it's Fine. Fine. Um, no, Beisham, I say, Kedeshi Agia Lebeza. But he's got to be able, according to them, even close to in the Maitre Rashi says wouldn't help you, unless the Goy can actually reach, reach the house where he's supposed to be taking it to, before Shabbos. We tell him, where else they'll say, no. Kedeshi Agia Lebeza, Asomach Lechoimah, as long as he can reach the first house within the next city where another city where it's supposed to be delivered. So the Gemara says, but, but why? But so surely he's already, the Goy's doing it for himself, because he's, we've already fixed the price. This what it means to say. The but if you weren't kosher tzomim, you didn't say you're going to pay him. Then Bishamai say So he's got to be able to reach his house. Might even according to Bishamai, even if he can't. Rashi it sounds like even if he, if, even if you have kosher tzomim, we still say He's got to be able to reach that first house if you have kosher tzomim. The Gemara says, but still I don't understand what well, Maitre should be starts off in the Rish by saying, Aim Mashach, and you can't send it at all unless you're Kate Sidonim. And now you're thinking, you are Kate Sidonim, you are not Kate Sidonim, what's our offer? So it's a Gemara Lekash, it's not a Kash. Hotel Kobiyabe Dabor Bamosa, the Hotel Kobiyabe Dabor Bamosa. It depends on whether the Bay Dabor, which is either the person you're sending it to, Lipi Rashi, because in those days it was the Shilton, the ruler, the, 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 the governor, everyone used to send their letters to him. Nowadays, it wouldn't necessarily be like that. And we'll go with the majority opinion in the Roshonim, which is the Beit Dabba is basically the postmaster. Okay? So, it depends on whether he's fixed in the town or not. Now, the Raman holds we're talking about in the town where you, where you live, but again, the majority learn, we're talking about the postmaster in the town where you're sending it to. So it's like this. If the postmaster is fixed there, if he's fixed there, then I can say like this. Well, 
he's fixed there. I've given the, the postman enough time, the, the guy you are standing with, I've given enough time to get to that city. We don't know where the base double is fixed. I know he's in that city. So we can be make or we can assume he's there at the beginning of the city, the first house there, fine. He'll get there before Shabbos, that's perfectly fine. No problem. But if the base double is not fixed, he often goes on holidays and moving around the whole time, then you've got a problem. If you're not crazy, it's honest. He's going to get there ere of Shabbos, just before Shabbos, he reached there in time, but the Beidabba's not there. He says, ooh, I better go looking for him now. If I want my money, or I have not be to yet, he's going to start going to look, and on Shabbos he's doing malachal for you. So then you've got a problem. Then you have to be crazy to That's the ratio of the bride. So the ratio is talking about where he's not fixed there, then the only way to do it is crazy to Then if he is fixed there, then we say he doesn't have to be crazy to As long as the, the, the guy will be able to get there before Shabbos to the, to the beginning of the town there. Just very, very briefly, in terms of, of uh, how this applies nowadays, just very briefly, it's like this. Uh, when you send a letter, it's no problem whatsoever because you've been coaching Stomin. You're not, you, even if you send it first class, Erev Shabbos, just before Shabbos, there's no guarantee, they do not have to, to deliver it on Shabbos, they don't even have to, there's no guarantee it will be delivered on Shabbos, and ask them to deliver it on Shabbos, it's got nothing to do with me. If they do deliver it on Shabbos, no problem. If, however, you were to send an express delivery time, a guaranteed delivery, whatever you call it, that is a problem, because then you are, even if you're crazy stomach, but you are asking them to do it on Shabbos for you, and in any situation where you ask them to do it on Shabbos, you could do it on Thursday. But if you are asking them, it's, a, it's being sent uh, abroad, and it's going to take two days, and you say, I want it guaranteed two days, that means you're going to have to travel on Shabbos, you've got a problem. The Mokham Seraph Godel, and maybe a certain head of Amira, the Amira that I've, I've seen, and that, that safely points out, it's not so, not so posh at all. Because it's not even so posh. It comes down to Amira, the Amira, we don't really have time to go into we haven't really covered Amira, the Amira yet, Amira, the Amira, the Akum. It's not really very posh at all. Ask a shy. If you really have such, a, such an important thing, you'd have to ask a shy. Okay? Um, the, that's the, the main issue there. Yeah, okay, continuing on. Um, I, yeah, I mean, as I said, now that you are always close to Islam, if you're not close to Islam, there can be certain complications. Well, according to the Ramah, you wouldn't even be able to send it. At the beginning of the week, we said, the Ramah holds, if he's not Kabu, if he's not Kabua, it gets a little more complicated. But just sticking to what they get up, that's, uh, I think that, that suffices. Tana Rabbon. Um, we did it as well, I think we spoke about newspapers as well. No, newspapers very briefly as well. If it's, if it's a daily newspaper, then you really are sensitive. But if you're on Shabbos, you also may have a, may have a problem. Okay? Um, if, he, if he's not doing any extra malacha for you, in other words, there's other people in your building who are getting it delivered yeah. anyway, so he's not doing any, it's just a shayla of what's called Marabashurin, there is a mockum to be made for. Okay, again, we spoke out a little more about it in the share, there's one or two other problems to think about, but it's not so ideal, not so ideal. If you live in Israel and you get a letter on Sunday, do you have to wait to go to Yasu? Do you have any benefit from a letter? That sent, uh, arrives to you on a Sunday, so it's travel on Shabbos. Okay, so, I mean, they, they, they don't have Arab workers? Yeah, well, is this the case of going and doing work on Shabbos? I did not answer that. No, no one answered that. Oh, you're saying, because you know it's done on Shabbos? Yeah. Oh, because of the halakha we talked about, you know. If you know it's done, you've been coated on it. If you've been coated on it, it's not a problem. If you have been coated, you send yeah. a letter and you, you know it's going to get there on Sunday because it's going to be handled on Shabbos. 
if you happen to know for definite there was something was done on Shabbos, I think we said that that, that was that, I think we said that was, that was only if you being crazy it's it doesn't matter. Right? You're, asking, you're asking because because of the case of where you know Malach has been done. <laughs> Um, so hold on one second. There, there was there was a consideration on day. You wouldn't care so much about when it got sent, but they say make sure that they to uphold their service standard, and they're still doing it for themselves and not for you. What are you saying? So the postal service, you don't care when you get you. you the person who sent the letter just wanted it to get to the other end, unless they particularly wanted it there Sunday. It's the postal service who are maintaining their high standards of high standards of. Um, delivery speed and therefore for their own benefit they want to make sure it gets there by Sunday so it's when they're not even doing it for you anyway yeah but the Kedesh Yata is because you're being Nana from Melech HaShab you're being Nana from Melech HaShab it could be it could be if you know for absolute if you know for absolute definite um I don't know I'll regular up I can't, can't, can't think about it properly um it's pretty I mean, you can talk about it if they arrived on Shabbos. Any of you get on Shabbos. Any of you get on Shabbos. Yeah, yeah. Here? Yeah. You'd wait till Master Shabbos. So you still got to let Kiddushia after Right? But the thing is, that you see, again, you'd have to think it through because exactly what, what he's doing as well. You've been crazy, he's, 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 when they deliver the letters, they're taking a whole load in one go. So he's saying he's good. You know, that's, I have to think about the one for the separate. Okay? Okay. Tonner up on the next one. We've learned in the bride, we've talked in the bride. Ema fligin bisvino apokhis mishonish yom kedim l'shabbos. One can't start on, a, on a, a ship journey within three days of Shabbos. Okay, with different days, that whether that means Wednesday is a problem, um, some, some, some learning in Thursday is alright. Okay, there's a Ramban, I think it is. Um, in Thursday is alright. Some learn Wednesday is alright. Some say it's got to be Tuesday. So, what, however you count it, it's three days. Let's say Tuesday or Wednesday is fine. But I'm the one when, when is that? Levara should. That's if you're going for Levara should. Just uh, an optional thing. No, you don't have to go. Uh, but Levara Mitzvah, if you're going for Levara Mitzvah, Shafri is only then it's perfectly fine to go within three days of Shafri. Uh, so, uh, yeah, even within three days of Shabbos. We'll post it in my Amanot You should say to the, to the uh, non-Jewish um, data, um, you expect him before Shabbos, you tell him, I expect to stop on Shabbos. Then when he doesn't, it's not your problem. That's the opinion of Rebbe. If we shouldn't become the other, he says, in a story, you don't need to. Don't have to make any uh, deal with him. But with Surah Sidon, I feel a bit of Shabbos Muslim. If you're going from Surah Sidon, which is, it's possible that even if there's strong winds, you could get there before Shabbos, it's perfectly Muslim. As long as you leave within time that with the strong winds you can get there, even if right now there aren't any strong winds. That's the way Morgan Abram brings it down, that's, that, that's the way we pass it. Now, just very briefly, so, number one, do you actually have to make this tonight? It's a shade of how we pass it. Do we pass it at Rebbe or Rabbi Shimon Gamliel? It's a, sh- a shade of how we pass it. Even though the Shulchan Oroch seems to pass it, I mean the Raman pass it, like, uh, Rebbe, he passes out Rebbe that, that uh, you do have to make this tonight. Lemaita, uh, the RF program would say it's not Le'ekuba, and therefore it's not absolutely essential that you make this tonight, and therefore if you know the guy's going to just laugh at you anyway, what, so how, how do you expect him to stop in the middle of the sea for you, um, you're not going to do that. Um, now, why, what is the problem of going within three days? So very, very briefly, 
There is a shift of the Rashbam, which is not for all the Hadoth, which says this whole thing is based Shammai, because it's going to be Malachat on Shabbos, you can't start to click to Shabbos, but that is it's not really brought the Hadoth. So the five, the five issues that are there, according to Rabbein Hanan, the issues of Tchum Shabbos, according to Tosis, it's issues of like swimming on Shabbos, which is because there you may come to make a, uh, you may come to make a raft. The Rift rejects all these sort of things because he says, in which case you shouldn't be able to go even on Sunday, if it's going to come to Malachat on Shabbos. So he says the problem is because of Onik Shabbos, he says, if you go more than three days before Shabbos, you get used to it, the sea sickness will, will uh, sort of wear off. Um, you then got the shifter of the Ramban, um, who learns it's because ultimately they're going to, people are going to do Malachat to you. And again, if it's more than three days before Shabbos, all these things that we don't expect to make Cheshbonus about, well, maybe, etc., etc. Um, and then you've got the shift of the Balamor, the amazing shift of the Balamor, who says, because it's going to come to the Chilol Shabbos. Because sea is a dangerous place, you're going to have to be Mechal Shabbos to save lives, and therefore you can't do this. Before three days, you're not expected to make a cheshbon. More than three days before Shabbos, it doesn't matter. Which is an amazing, amazing chiddush. And if it's Lezvah Mitzvah, you're Lezvah Mitzvah, I know I'm going to have to be Mechal Shabbos. It doesn't matter. I start before Shabbos. The fact that I know on Shabbos I'm going to have to be Mechal Shabbos is not a problem, says the Balamor. Now, the two shifts which are brought in the Shulchan Aruch are actually, number one, the shift of the Riv, the Ramam about to be Onik Shabbos, um, which means on rivers, by the way, there's no problem, because rivers, there shouldn't be seasickness, unless you're an individual who would be affected by it. Arguably, cruises now, they shouldn't be an issue. Okay? Unless there may be other issues, maybe, uh, maybe there could be other issues, I'm correct, you just for Shabbos, maybe there could be certain issues, but some Shabbos shouldn't really be an issue with cruises, as we spoke about. Um, but, but, um, what you, um, the other shift which is brought down is the Balamor. The Balamor is an amazing chiddush, so much so, the Bialos, we just don't understand it. After the Catholic, you know, if the death you're going to have to be Mechalos Shabbos, there are, there are vows, the Rav says you're not allowed to start out. You're not allowed to start out, even in Islam, it's that you can't start out, you know you're going to have to be Mechalos Shabbos. If you're, Lamaiti, you are relying on, on the Balamor, you, then the Bialos says you have to make it tonight, but then they're going to stop before Shabbos. You have to then. He says, you're already being so makele to go out, knowing you're going to have to be Mechal Shabbos. He says, you have to make it tonight. At least tell them to stop on Shabbos. Okay? Um, Lamaiti, it's not really, you shouldn't really rely on the Balamor, is what he's saying. We spoke about various things, therefore, ramifications, that should mean you shouldn't have, ideally, if you can avoid it, not to have medical procedures which are going to result in Mechal Shabbos, try and have it done in the first half of the week, if you can. Obviously, if not, because the top doctor is only available in the last, last part of the week, or whatever other reason, there's no shyness, it's a Dvar Mitzvah, nothing to worry about. If one can avoid it, better in the first half of the week. Um, the other thing is, the other thing is, yeah, we spoke about doctors, um, uh, a shy of a doctor, let's say if he, if he has to go in, he, he, you know, he finishes shift on Erev Shabbos, he knows he's, he's got his next shift on Shabbos, can he go home because of Erev Shabbos? But you know, he's going to have to go back in on Shabbos in a taxi or something, so it's going to be certain Malachas. So we have a Machoikas for Shem Zalman and Ramosha. Um, Ramosha says he should stay in the hostel. Zalman says if it's a once-off, he should stay in the hostel, but if it's on a regular basis, you can't, you can be made. You can the Balamar, he can go home and come back in on Shabbos. Uh, we did mention if you can try and avoid, if you could theoretically um, arrange something like going on a bus, without having to pay or anything like that, that probably then, I think, the Chulay army would be able to go home. Even Ramosh would seemingly agree. Because, very briefly, what we explained was, when it comes to other modes of travel, a lot of them, there's no actual malachah. Going on a bus on Shabbos. You know, if you've come, if you've been in the city the whole time, 
there's no, um, the only issue, I mean, it's something like that, if you don't have issues of payment, no issues of carrying it, so you can arrange all of that. Okay? So the only issues you'd have is number one, burning up more fuel. Roshan Azama is not bothered by that, others are. There are those who are, I'm not saying no one's bothered by it. Um, but the, the other issue, and that would apply to anything, it could even apply to a ship theoretically then. I mean, it's, it's, it's throw a, throw a sign into everything. So the other issue is, and that's the issue which most persons forget, is the result of Shabbos. Shabbos just comes like a weekday. Okay? Um, so in which case that rules out buses, it rules out planes, it rules out even bicycles, but may have other issues with the chain breaking, etc. Um, it rules out quite a few things, even Shabbos lifts, some persons don't like Shabbos lifts because of that. Um, some say therefore, uh, some say it's the worst invention as we said, others say only people who need it should use it. That's the, uh, the bottom line there. Fine, continuing on. Tonor Abon has been taught in a brighter. In Tzorin Adi Yorish Shonochim, Potsin, Nikim, Yonim, Kedim, and Shabbos. While Tzorin Asa starts laying siege to, to Goyesha City, less than three days before Shabbos, um, they may schedule, because obviously they're going to have to continue on Shabbos. They may schedule, but if they've already begun, in our seeking, they then have to start. The Chinah Yashama Ermes says, Yashama used to say, Ad Rit Toh. The Potsin said, Ad Rit time to conquer it. Ad Rit Toh, Shabbos, I mean, even on Shabbos. If you have to fight on Shabbos, continue fighting on Shabbos. Right, the Rift brings this as a rise to this thing about Enek Shabbos. It's going to destroy your Enek Shabbos. Omar Abishim ben Gambiel. No again hoyu b'chulu. He says, he says um, that my father's house they used to give their they used to give their clothes into the laundrette to be washed. Um, they used to give it even their white their white clothes, not even. They used to give their white clothes in three days before Shabbos like Beishamai. Okay, because we pass you can give them in just before Shabbos. As long as you're, you're crazy stomach we pass it, you've got to be crazy stomach by the way, right? If you're not crazy stomach then you have to give it in enough time that it could complete it before Shabbos. So Tanya, it's been taught in a brighter. This was the Minai of the house of Rabban Gamliel. They used to give in their white clothes to the washerman three days before Shabbos. The swim, the white, the coloured clothes, are few of Arab Shabbos, they give it in even on Arab Shabbos. From their words, we learn, It must be the white clothes are much harder to wash, three times as hard, apparently, than the, the, than the uh, coloured clothes. Abaye have a yoyv de yahu monos, it's three other kachor. Abaye, once he, he gave uh, some clothes to, uh, to a washerman, uh, the coloured clothes, to, uh, to a laundress. Omade, uh, Abaye said to him, come aboy, tell Abaye, how much do you want for it? So Omade, so the, the laundress said to him, give the chibra the same price as the white clothes. In other words, it's very hard to wash. So Omade, so Abaye said to him, uh, the Rabban have already preceded you, they've already told me that it's not as hard to wash, so they don't try and cheat me. Omar Abai, another piece of advice Abai says, Somebody gives his clothes into a laundress, the Mishchon, he says, they should give it in by measuring it, when he takes it back, he should also measure it. Because the Itoki, if it's more than, it was bigger when it comes back, after day, then you know he's damaged it, the Moskis, he must have stretched it. He bought it, and if it's much smaller, then after that, you know, he damaged it, the cop because with the boiling water, he must have caused it to shrink. Okay? So that's a piece of advice. We spoke about last week on my story, Shabbos. In fact, this is a lot about giving your clothes to a laundress. Um, if your clothes is on him, then you can give it just before Shabbos. We thought that if it does come back on Shabbos, we spoke about whether you're allowed to wear it on Shabbos. Okay? With the shoes, the same idea. Could you even theoretically go along to shops to, to get things on Shabbos? There were, there's two different shifts about it. One says Musa, one says also. Um, best, unless there's an absolute story of Shabbos in it, the remark says to be Mahmoud, like the one who says to Vizan, like I've got you shouldn't wear it on Shabbos, you should wait until Mitzvah Shabbos to the Shiata, the Prophet says to the Shiata. Um, if, 
if the Maita is, um, is, could have been done on Erev Shabbos, you don't know something's been done on Shabbos, then it's perfectly mutter. If the only thing done on Shabbos was the Rabbonon, it's also alright, as the Arachot says. If the main things were done before Shabbos, and just like the last little things, which was perfectly usable before Shabbos, just he touched up on Shabbos, it's also perfectly fine. <coughs> the only thing is you're not allowed to go to his place to collect it on Shabbos. Even if you pay for it any dirt, you can't, you can't even ask a guy to bring it to you. If they send it to you, that's the discussion. With food, it's slightly different, as we say. With food, food is a slightly different kettle of fish. Um, that's the, uh, yeah. The, uh, that's the, um, Okay, you have to sort of, sort of rushing it a little bit now, but that, that's the, uh, you have to go back to the original story for, for more information. The Shomin Eid of Eidish Shatan in the Chudah. We said in the Mishnah the final statement was that both Beishamai and Beishila, they both agree, even Beishamai agree, that you can, you can uh, put the, the grapes and the olives under the, the, under the weights and leave them, uh, squeezing them out over Shabbat. My Shonar Kudu, the Gods of Buhu Beishamai, the Gemara asks, what's the difference with all the other cases? Beishamai agrees on them. That uh, you can't, you've got to make sure it's finished before Shabbos. Well, my shenal kodesh beisabad. Right when it comes to the uh, the, the olive press, the good agat and the the wine press, the regalos they won't go there. So the gemara answers Hanok in the previous cases. Shabbos. If you were to do them on Shabbos, mechayev chasti bichayev chasos. Why Tosa said you're giving something to a goy where the goy is doing a maita, which is an absolute maita of chilul Shabbos. Then God's rule will be shamay beishamay goes on them on erev Shabbos in chashev. If you do it just before Shabbos, it comes in. And that's another that we finished before Shabbos. Whereas Kodesh Beit Shabbat, the Gude Agah, with these two presses, the Yavidu of the Shabbat, remember before you put them under the press, you've already started the process, you've done what's called the Rithuk, you've crushed them a little bit, therefore the juice is already coming out. So if you were to put them under the beams now on Shabbos, lo mechayev chasos, you wouldn't be chayev chasos because it's just feeding up the process. Then such a case, lo gozru, even they shall not go there on Shabbos. So the Gemara asks, Mam Tano, who is the Tano who holds? The Chomid is Okimimela. The Tano which is already it's happening on its own anyway, and all you're doing is speeding it up on Shabbos. Shabbos Domi is perfectly fine. There'll be no Chiyam Chasa. So I'm a Rabbi Yehi. Because Rabbi Yehi, for Rabbi Chanino, Rabbi Yishmael, he is Rabbi Yishmael. The Tano we learned in the Mishnah, Hashum garlic, Barbosa, very very small grapes, which are not ripe at all, which they used to squeeze the, the, the juice out to use as a, to dip their meat into. Barmedidos is ears of grain they used to squeeze out. Um, also, ears of grain which haven't been uh, properly, haven't ripened. And again, they squeeze out the juice for, for a dip. Sherif so, the again, if you crush them before Shabbos, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel said, Yikmar Mishatasha, one can complete the process, leave them under the beam, whatever it is, once Shabbos, uh, before Shabbos, and leave it happening over Shabbos. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Lo Yikmar, you cannot complete the process. So you see, this is. Rabbi Shmuel is the one who says, as long as you start before Shabbos, there's no problem whatsoever. Now, the, according to Rashi, the way the Rashi is, explains it, the Raya is, because if there were to be a Chi of Chassos in it, even Beit Hillel would not allow, allow you to do it on Erev Shabbos. The reason being, because remember, when it comes to food, we're always worried you may come to speed up the process, Shemayachata, with the cold. So the fact that Rabbi Shmuel allows you to let it continue over Shabbos, it must be that on Shabbos, even if you were to do it on Shabbos, there would be no Issa that arises involved. So you see that once it started before Shabbos, you've done the wrist look, and now it's ready, the juice is coming out, and all you're doing is speeding up by leaving the beam on there, there's no problem whatsoever to do it on Shabbos. Therefore, even Beishamai will allow it. So, as Rabbi Akiva holds, obviously, he disagrees with that. We did have two other Mahalkam in Tosas, but because of time constraints, I'm just going to, again, you have to go back, it's a little, not so easy to Tosas. There was also an interesting riff we spoke about, 
But just to take out, um, in fact, I'll finish the sugya and then I'll just sum up the one or two points. But Rabbi Elazar, I'm not talking about test on the days. Rabbi Elazar says that that's, that means Rabbi Elazar Ben Pedos, who's an Amoira. He said that the one you're looking for is actually Rabbi Elazar. He's Rabbi Elazar Ben Shamua, a Tana. The song we learned in the Mishnah, Chavit Tavash. If you've got these cakes of honey, Sheritz on Erev Shabbos. If you crush them on Erev Shabbos, the Yotzumi Atmon. And the juice is already coming out, so over Shabbos, you're living under some sort of weight still or something like that, it's also forbidden. But Rabbi Loza Martin, Rabbi Loza says, it's mutter. So you see, as long as it starts before Shabbos, it's perfectly mutter. It's ready to be crushed. It's just, that's exactly like our Mishnah. But Rabbi Yosef Bar-Khanino, my time at Oma, Rabbi Loza, why did Rabbi Yosef Bar-Khanino say it was Rabbi Shmuel? Why didn't he say like Rabbi Loza ben Medos? There's Rabbi Loza ben Shamuel. What's wrong with this thing of the Chavis Tabash? So Omaloch, he'll say to you, Hosom, that's not similar to our case, because over there in the case of the honey, the meyakara eichel, beforehand with food, but if I say eichel, honey, even when it's been squeezed out, it's still food, it's not, it's not a mashke, whereas hosom in our mishnah, meyakara eichel, the juice inside the grape is food, before it's been squeezed out. The hosom of mashke, now it's, it's liquid. That's completely different, you can't prove one from the other. But Rabbi Lozo, Rabbi Lozo, then Bezos would say back to you, that's not a problem, because our shamino neither Rabbi Lozo, I can bring you a bride where Rabbi Loza says, the same is not just with, with, uh, with honey, even with olives and grapes, like our Mishnah, he allows it. So he also Rabbi Shai in Azol, because Rabbi Shai came from Azol, also he came along, the icy mouthpiece of the other, and he brought the bride to with him. And the bride says, olives and grapes, where a person crushed them from Erev Shabbos, the juice is coming out on its own, after it's forbidden to put it under a beam before Shabbos. Rabbi Elohim and Rabbi Shimon Martina, there you go. Rabbi Elohim and Rabbi Shimon allow it. Oi, Rabbi Yeti Bachanina, what does Rabbi Yeti Bachanina say back to that? No, what does he say now? He says, Brighta Lishmiyadi, he hasn't heard that Brighta. He only knew of the Mishnah where Rabbi Elohim talks about the Khalid Sabash. He says, the Bash is not arrived, that's Aicha. Therefore, he went to Rabbi Yishmael. So the Gemara asked, Rabbi Elohim, my time alone, like Rabbi Yeti Bachanina. Why did Rabbi Elohim not say like Rabbi Yeti Bachanina, spring from Rabbi Yishmael? So, my Lord, Rabbi Loza would say to you, don't you know it's been said about that Mishnah with Rabbi, in the Mishnah in Idiot with Rabbi Yishmael, the Omer of Abachanino, Omer Rabbi Yechanon, Bimachusor in Dicha. If that, now you have to understand there are three, three processes. There's the Rishon, which is the initial crushing. It's just a very, um, very um, light crushing. Then you've got the next stage, which is Dicha. Dicha means you start to crush it much stronger. And then you've got the final stage, which is either called Shechika or Tchika, which is the real sort of squeezing out all the way. So you said like this, if they're still lacking Zich, all you've done is just rip it, you've just crushed it a little bit, then the Chuli Amal everyone agrees that it most definitely is forbidden. Even Rabbi Shmuel would agree with that. Kipaligi, when do they argue? When does Rabbi Shmuel say it's alright? They mechusor in Shechiko. That's only if they're lacking Shechiko. They haven't done that, they haven't had that final process done. In our Mishnah, we're talking about grapes and olives, which have only had the the done. Now, arguably, with grapes, the Ramban says with grapes and olives, you don't do the middle stage. So the debate here is, they've had the, the Rishuk done, they haven't had the Shrika done. So do you think, when they've had the Rishuk done, it's like they've also had the Dicha done, in which case Rabbi Shmuel will say it's perfectly fine. That's obviously what Rabbi Yitzhi Bachanino holds. And therefore he says, our mission is Rabbi Shmuel. Because again, Rabbi Shmuel allows it, if it's had, the Rizuk and the Dichon, the first two stages done. He says, with grapes and olives, once they have the first stage done, that's the equivalent of the first two stages. But Rabbi Lotus says, no, that's not. 
with grace and olives, there's only other risk the first seizure. Even Rabbi Shmuel agrees that's no good. It has to allow the second seizure before Rabbi Shmuel is going to allow. That's what. That's what. That's why he didn't bring Rabbi Shmuel into it. The Gemara finishes off and it says, Rabbi Rabbi You should know that Rabbi Yisba Chanino he passed like Rabbi Shmuel. So all those have the good. I think it was Rabbi Chanino or Rabbi Yisba Chanino. Because obviously Rabbi Yisba Chanino is going to pass like Rabbi Shmuel. And the Rif brings that, and he brings Rabbi Yechonon, and Halachon Amaita, Halachon Amaita, we pass in like Rabbi Yechonon, we pass in like Rabbi Shmuel, and we pass in like Rabbi Yechonon. So I know they have to have had the first two stages done, and then it is, and then it is Mutter. About whether you, whether you can actually drink the juice, we spoke about it in, in Tosfus, there was this, um, depending on the first, the, the Tosfus got two shots, and according to the first shot in Tosfus, which is what the Rambam will hold of, you could even drink the juice. As long as there's no, nothing being done on Shabbos, which is a Malachot the Uraita, it's perfectly fine. You can actually drink the juice which is coming out on Shabbos. Because there's, no, there's nothing which, even if you were to do it with your hands, you'd be doing a Malachot the Uraita. It's only Dirabon. Whereas the second Shabbos and Tosfus, which is what the Torah seemingly goes with, holds that no. To drink the juice, you can never drink the juice, because there's a Gazeera, because of what we call Mashin Shazabu. Right, you've got a different shot. The Mishnah is that what, what, what we're talking about is an amazing shidduch you can even squeeze with your own hands if it's had the first two stages done. Okay, but the bottom line is that it has to have had the first two stages done, and then the sotus you can even squeeze it with your hands. The last stage, but whether you could drink it or not, it has to be according to the Torah. It has to be that there is no malacha whatsoever being done on Shabbos. So if you're squeezing with your hands, then after Seder, you're allowed to squeeze your hands, obviously there's, there's no malachal being done. Whereas according to the Rambam, even if it's something which is happening on its own, but it's nothing which, if you were to do with your hands, it would be a malachal deraita, you'd be allowed to have it. So some of the, 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 the two shetters there. Finally, as I said, it's sort of, again, we spoke a little more about it, it's a bit, a bit, a bit quick here, but just finish off the Gemara now. Shemen Shabbat Odin. Finally, the Gemara, just because we've been speaking about the Beit Haba. So what about the oil of the, of the oil press? Now Rashi knows it means you've got a bit of oil in the corners, which is, is, is left really for the, for the people who work there. Tosa says we're talking about it's oil which actually comes out on Shabbos. We want to know is it Muksa? Is there a problem of no doubt Tosa learns it? Is there a problem of Muksa? Let's see Rashi, what's, what's the dip? Rashi learns Muksa, Tosa learns more of an issue of no doubt. So, Umachasol is Shabbat Likewise, if you've got these mats of the, of the uh, they used to use them to cover over the the, um, the olives and the grapes, well, I mean, it's actually olives we're talking about here, in the oil press. Are they mukta or not? So Rav also, Rav says it's mukta, with Shmuel, Shari, and Shmuel says it's permitted. We pass him like Shmuel, so it's permitted. Hani karchi tzuzuzeh. Karchi tzuzuzeh is basically on the ship when they took merchandise in order to protect them, because they could be travelling for months, uh, it could be a couple of months travel, so they had like two mats to cover it, and it was like the two mats came together like a tent. Huh? A bit like a tarpaulin, but it's like it's actually they came together. Right? The main point is, are they muksa or not? Tosa says the issue here is what we call muksa masmasmius, because it's repulsive. They've been covering raw, raw uh, uh, fish and all sorts of things, they, they stink there. So is it muksa masmasmius? So Rav Osan, Rav says yes it is, with Shmuel Shari and Shmuel says it's permitted. Now although we pass in the Rabbi Shimon when it comes to muksa, we previously we just passed in that Shmuel, but here with muksa masmasmius, we pass in like rough, but it's a, it's a problem. So therefore, those, those, um, in Russia says there's another gift, there's Zuzay. Zuzay is like Zuk, means a pet. Okay, design and schema is changeable. Another gift is the Zibui, is a ship. It's, either way, we're definitely talking about these maps. Fine, Rav says it's, it's Mokta, Shemal says it's not. 
Omar al-Nachman, says al-Nachman, is lechelba, if you've got a goat for its milk. That's what you normally use your goat for. For a chelidigitata, you've got a sheep for its shearing. But now the goat is a bit tough, if you've got a, a, a chicken used for its eggs. For turigidigitata, you've got oxen used for, for, a, for, for a plowing. But tummy to Isco, you've got dates which you set aside for business purposes, you're going to sell them. So Rab also Rab says they're muksa. If you, that's what they're set aside for, then they're muksa. If you decide on Yomtiv that you want to shaft your, your goat and use it for, for meat, it's muksa, you can't do that. Um, you want to have some of those dates you set aside for your business, it's muksa. Whereas the Shmuel Omar Shmuel says muksa, it is muksa, because most definitely, even though you've set it aside for business purposes, obviously you've got in mind if you need some food, you'll take from them. And therefore we do pass in like Shmuel. Then the first and the last case we pass in like Shmuel. So the Gemara, to clarify, the committee give it privileges to Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon, their underlying machloik between Rabbi and Shmuel is the machloik of Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yehud holds the muksa, Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold the muksa. We'll see much more about muksa, Ben Hashem, in Sugyas to come in the third parakel and uh, later on in the Sabbath. There was a certain Talmud who passed in Kharta de Agit. Kharta is the name of the uh, city. Agit is the name of the person who set it up. He was some sort of sorcerer, apparently. And you should know that Rav Hamnullah lived in this place. And apparently his burial spot is there till the day Rashi brings. Um, even though his body is not there till the day because he was subsequently taken up there to be buried. So, um, anyway, he passed in there, Karabi Shimadai Karabi Shimad. There's no problem with Mokta. So Shamti Rav Hamnuna, so Rav Hamnuna put him in Nidri, in, in excommunication. So but asked the Gemara, why? But we now, we talked about Rav Shimon. So what did he do wrong? So the Gemara, but after he did Rav Havel. He was in the, in the vicinity of Rav, in the place of Rav, and you don't, you don't boy, they never talk. He shouldn't have done that in the major chutzpah's passing against Rav in his own area. Honey straight Tami, they finally says, the Gemara, there were these two Tamidim, when there was a fire, there's a whole circulator on it says, so at the end of the when there's a fire, what a person is allowed to take from there, from the house, um, into a hot tam or whatever, into a hot tam, which has got an area around it. There's an area between the two things, but to do with the water you may put out the fire, etc., etc. So there's no much place how much you're allowed to take out. So generally speaking, we say you're allowed to take out what you need for Shabbos, enough for three meals, whatever it is. So Khadmaqsa Bhadmana, one says he put everything, he put as much food as he could into a massive clean, and after a hundred soldiers and he took it out. The Khadmaqsa Bahabakonish money. And the other one he did it in four or five kalim. He collected them four or five kalim and then poured it into one big one, the P Rashi, the P he actually went back and forth. <coughs> Again, it's a whole month later on. And the Gemara says, but convicted gave it looks to the Rabbah Bahazapta Barakmanam. Similar to what we just been speaking about beforehand, where they're arguing in Rabbi Yodan and Rabbi Shimon. Uh, here they were arguing in the same Machlokes of Rabbi Bazat and Rakuna, which we'll see later on with Hashem, much further on, um, about what exactly one is allowed to take out. Have a good one.